Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's your man, Darrell Owens, and we are back for another edition of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Uh, but today, of course, we're bringing you quick ones, and we're bringing you our power rankings in the NFL for week two. We had a, a very interesting week one, so now we're going to bring you these power rankings as we head into week two. Of course, tonight, the Washington football team hosts the New York Giants, so we should see a really Interesting matchup there. Two teams that took L's in week one are hoping to get their first win of the season, uh, especially uh, in a division that's, you know, to be honest, which is probably going to be a very interesting division throughout uh, the, the season. So we're glad to be able to bring you the heat here in this episode. Uh, like I said, we're not going to be with you long, but we're going to definitely break down these power rankings as we go along. Now, before I get started, I have I wanted to dedicate this episode to a very special woman in my life uh and i you know unfortunately i lost my, my unearnestine cruise this week um one of the nicest one of the greatest women you'll ever know uh and you know she took care of myself and my sister and just took care of my family um, throughout my childhood um you know she was always there for me and my sis and my mom and 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 so many other of our family members when we were going through uh some 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 tough times so i love you and the show is dedicated to you and i i am glad that you finally get to be back home uh with you know with my mom and and aunt midgey and aunt hattie and and grandma and grandpa and so on and so on and of course your husband uh john so rest easy uh, i love you and uh, this one's for you all right y'all so we're going to get this party started here uh as we uh get things rolling here on this uh power rankings for week two now last week was a little bit long we was trying to get everything established i think this week you know we got some segments we're going to break into to get this thing rocking and rolling and we're going to start off with the bottom uh now the bottom part of this power ranking heading into week two first we've got number 32 on this list the atlanta falcons they took a tough loss it was ugly against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles last week, losing 32 to six. Uh, Matt Ryan just didn't have um, probably one of his best days, but just the Falcons just looked rough all the way around. And Philadelphia actually surprised a lot of people last week. Got the Falcons at 32. At 31, the New York football Giants, who took a very tough loss to the Denver Broncos. Uh, and there was, you know, some pictures going out on on uh, the intranet where you see the Giants, you know, offensive linemen blocking their own players. It was just a whole bunch of just uh, craziness throughout. 
But this Giants team, especially with all the additions they brought in, they just didn't look crisp uh, in that first game. So, you know, maybe things have changed. We didn't see that much from Saquon Barkley. We'll see, you know, what happens here uh, tonight as they take on the Washington football team. Uh, next, we got the Jets at 30. Now, the Jets, for me, I thought that, you know, they started off a, a little rough last week, but they, I think they finished strong. Uh, they definitely uh, made some strides towards the end of the game. Uh, Zach Wilson went 20 for 37, 258 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception in that contest. And uh, who I was impressed with the most, or I guess what I was impressed with the most, is the Wilson-Davis connection. I keep telling y'all, watch out for this connection throughout the the year. Uh, and then they already had a couple of receivers down. And just watching them two, you know, kind of work together and Zach Wilson, you know, trying to get his thing together, I like what I saw there. Now, they did have uh, Becton go down, which, you know, Makai Becton went down in this game, and that was not something that you want to see. Uh, if you're a Jets fan, he's going to be out, I believe, a couple of weeks. Uh, they're going to definitely need to protect Wilson if they want to try to start winning this game, winning some games this week. Now, I do have the Jets this week upsetting the Patriots in my uh, Lone Ranger pick, but I just just to throw that out there real quick. Um, so just watch out for the Jets, see what they can do this week, and see if they make me look good. 29, we got the Jaguars. The Jaguars took a beating uh, to the Houston Texans last week. I mean, just an absolute beating. There was no nice way to put what happened uh, to Jacksonville last week. At 28, we got the Bears 0-1. The Bears lost to the Rams, and Matt Stafford looked good, but we'll get into that a little bit later and how good Matt Stafford looked uh, in that contest. 27, the Panthers. Panthers who beat uh, the Jets in week one. Sam Donald didn't look too bad himself out there. Uh, went 24-35, 279 yards, and a touchdown for Sam Donald. And we got the Panthers at 27. At 26, we've got the Houston Texans. This this is the one that I'm probably the yes, they played the Jaguars last week, but I was very, very, very impressed with one Mr. Tyrod Taylor. If you know he looked like he looked like he should be a starter all the time in the league. He should be a starter. He shouldn't have never lost jobs in certain places. He looked really good. He went 21 for 33, 291 yards and two touchdowns. But the biggest thing that I saw was just the confidence level of this team uh, throughout. And I like what I saw from this team throughout. Uh, I got them at 26. So they jumped from 32 to 26 on this week's ranking. Great job by the Texans. Next, the Detroit Lions. We got them at 25. Even though they lost their game, they looked really bad at the beginning of that game made things happen. They came back, but it just wasn't enough. 23, we got the Broncos. And the Broncos, oh, man, the Broncos, uh, they looked impressive. Teddy B looked impressive in that in that game. So that's why I got the Broncos. They made a a, a baby leap in this bad boy, but I like the Broncos. They went 1-0. Next, we got the Colts. Uh, the Colts at 22. The Colts kind of – I wasn't surprised the outcome of the game, but it just didn't look crisp. That's the best way that I can put that. So we got the Colts at 22. Uh, they get a chance to redeem themselves this week against the Rams, but that does not look like that's going to be an easy task. Then at 21, we've got the Tennessee Titans. Titans got, I don't want to say bamboozled, but they got beat up against an Arizona Cardinals team who just came out from the get-go and just punched them in the mouth. Uh, the, but the biggest stat line from this game that if you're a Tennessee Titans fan, I would be a smidge worried 
was at the end of the first half. I believe Derrick Henry only had nine yards. He did finish up with 58, but it was in garbage time per se because the Cardinals were just phenomenal throughout this contest. So that is the bottom for this week. 32 through 21, Falcons 32, Giants 31, Jets 30, Jags 29, Bears 28, Panthers 27, Texans 26, Lions 25, uh, Patriots 24, Broncos 23, Colts 22, and the Titans are 21. So at the bottom, looking at the bottom, I mean, I see a lot of potential in this bottom group uh, of, you know, teams that, you know, probably will move up as the season go along, the Titans, you know, the, you know, the Texans, I would even say, uh, watch out for the Patriots as we go a little bit longer. Uh, the wild card team and all that, it's gotta be, it's got, it's gotta be Tyrod and the Texans, man. I mean, they got three Pro Bowl running backs, uh, and Mark Ingram had himself a really nice day. I had a touchdown or two and then he had 85 yards. So I like, I like what I saw there. I see if they keep that momentum going. They got a tough matchup against Cleveland this week, but we'll see if they can keep that, um, momentum going. So now we hit to our next part of the uh, breakdown here on our power rankings, our next segment, the outside looking in. Now, on our power rankings, we do this. Our top 15 is what's most important to us here. And I went 15 because 15 is my favorite number. But anywho, that's besides the point. Top 15 looking in, um, the top fit, uh, top 15, and then we got our outside looking in. Well, let's look at the outside looking in. Let's look at numbers 20 through 16. And in this situation, we've got a couple of, of – 0-1 teams in here, and some of them will be a little bit shocking, but let's look at number 20, the Philadelphia Eagles. And we talked about how good the Eagles looked in this game against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, they came out there, and it just was beautiful. You have Jalen Hurts, three touchdowns in this in his performance. Uh, he threw for 264 yards, uh, 27 for 35. Just a really good game for Hurts. Uh, he ran the ball seven times for 62 yards. Jalen Hurts just looked like he is the man in Philly. He wasn't playing games. He was ready to make things happen. And this Phillies team made me really rethink, you know, because I was like going into the season thinking that this Philly team just doesn't know what they want. We don't know, you know, where their mindset is. We don't know, you know, what their objective is this season. It just, it just felt everything was all over the place, but they come out game one and they look crisp. Yes, it was against a Falcons team that it, that seems to be rebuilding. But from what I saw, I really like uh, what I saw from Philadelphia in game one. Now, number 19, we got the Vikings. The Vikings in uh, overtime lost to Cincinnati. Now, this is one of the games I did pick right last week. I picked the Bengals to win this game. And they had a brother sweating at one point because, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, was uh, doing his thing, trying to get uh, this team back in the game, and they end up get, going in uh, to overtime. I mean, Kirk Cousins threw for 351 yards, 36 for 49 with two uh, touchdowns. But I just was really impressed with Joe Burrow in this contest and what he was able to do. And, you know, coming back from the injury, everybody was kind of worried, you know, what he would look like. But, you know, Joe Burrow looked phenomenal. Uh, in this in this contest, as you see, we got the Bengals at 17. So uh, it was a close matchup, but the Bengals took a jump last week. They went from 20 to 17, so they're uh, they're creeping. We'll see how they do uh, this week, but I like what I saw from the Bengals, and it was a great contest. If you like football, you like a good entertaining game. That Vikings Bengals game last week was very entertaining. And number 18, we got the Washington football team. 
Washington took a, a kind of a major blow last week because Ryan Fitzpatrick got injured and he is uh, right now sidelined at least, I believe, three to six weeks. He's going to be out for a little bit. Uh, so Taylor Heineke will come in and be the starter. Taylor had a pretty decent day um, once he came in, 11 for 15, for 122 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so now we get to see what a lot of Washington fans wanted to see and to see if uh, Taylor Heineke can come in and be the guy. Um, and we'll find that out tonight uh, as they take on a, a New York uh, football giant team. Then if you had to be impressed with anything, you know, you're looking on the L.A. Chargers side of things, Justin Herbert. Oh, boy, Justin, Justin Herbert. He looked phenomenal. But we'll get into that in just a little bit. Washington at 18. Now, we already talked about the Bengals. Let's swing to 16 and the Green Bay Packers. Now, y'all know I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, so the disappointment level is strong right now. <laughs> the disappointment level is strong right now. When I read you uh, these statistics, you tell me if it's Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers that had these statistics. 15 for 28. 133 yards passing, zero touchdowns, two picks, a sack, and a QBR of 13.4. I know most of y'all will be like, oh, that's Jordan Love, hands down. Oh, no, sir. That was the <laughs> that was the uh, returning MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Extremely tough game for this team. Extremely tough game for this team. And I don't want to take anything away from the Saints because the Saints came out and they did exactly what they needed to do. They looked crisp. And this Packers team looked horrible. Uh, Aaron Jones only had, you know, five rushes for nine yards. But most of that was because they had to throw the ball because they had got down so early. Uh, A.J. Dillon ended up leading the way with four carries and 19 yards. So just only 43 yards for this Packers team. It was it was hard to watch. Let's just put that. We did see Jordan Love in this contest. Uh, he went five for seven, 68 yards. Uh, he got sacked, and he also had a fumble when it looks like Green Bay was going to score, actually score a touchdown. Uh, he fumbled uh, in the red zone. So Packers fans, as a Packer fan myself, um, I'm going to try to look past this, but it's going to be tough because we've seen this over the last couple of years where, uh, man, the Packers have that one game a year uh, where they just look miserable. A few years back, it was the Chargers. Then we had two. Uh, games like that again when the uh, in 2019 when we played uh, San Francisco, then last year of course the Bucks, and then this year we get the Saints in this process. Process, so you know hopefully we're getting it out the way now because if not, it's gonna be a long season for Packers fans. All right, so that's the outside looking in, and now we're gonna hit our top 15 of the power rankings. Now um, I had to do a lot of debate as I was going and trying to figure out where I wanted to put teams in this. And that's the fun thing about power rankings. Cause you just kind of get into it and you're like, man, where do, where do I go? What do I do? What do I, what do I move on this bad boy? So we're going to go ahead, give you our top 15. And then we got another segment that we're going to bring to you as well, but let's do it. Top 15. Week two, number 15, the Baltimore Ravens, the Ravens, Oh, man, this game on Monday night was probably one of the funnest games that I've seen in a while. Uh, and even though they lost this contest, the energy level on Monday night in Vegas was absolutely phenomenal. But uh, if you're a Ravens fan, you're probably going back and looking and saying, man, 
you know, their offensive line wasn't the best. And, you know, Lamar Jackson had to put a lot on his shoulders in this contest. Uh, and he fumbled the ball. You know, he fumbled the ball three times. And if you're a Ravens fan, you don't want to see your quarterback fumble the ball three times, but he did. They had four fumbles overall. Uh, two of them they lost, and the Raiders, you know, would eventually capitalize. And, and the Raiders took advantage of all that energy at home, and they won this contest 33-27 to 27 in overtime. Great Monday night football game. We got the Ravens at 15. At 14, we got the L.A. Chargers, and we talked about the L.A. Chargers and how good uh, Herbert – you know, looked at times in that contest. There was a couple of times the Washington defense got to him and, and kind of gave him, you know, a little bit of a little bit of a push. But overall, the LA Chargers get out of Washington with a week one victory. And then they have to uh travel back home to take on the Dallas Cowboys this week. So that should be a fun one. At 13, we talk about the Vegas Raiders. They're one and oh, they're number 13 on my list. Then, like I said, very impressive in that game against the Ravens. I like what I saw from the defense. It looked like they really stepped up. You know, their defense was has been a little bit rough. You know, probably one of the worst defenses in the league since John Gruden has taken over. Uh, so it was good to see, if you're a Raiders fan, good to see them play hard, play tough. And Derek Carr, Derek Carr threw for 400 yards. 400. He threw for 400 yards. I believe it was 405. And he just had a a, a really good game. And you want to see that from Derek Carr, you know, guy almost won MVP a couple years ago, uh, but he well, should have won MVP a couple years ago before he got hurt. So Vegas finishing strong and they're at number 13 and Vegas made a big leap for those who are paying attention to the power rankings. Vegas went from 21 all the way up to 13 this week. That's an eight spot jump for the Vegas Raiders. Next, we got the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers, um, 14 last week, 12 this week. I move them up two spots. Very impressive at the beginning part of the Detroit Lions game. But then the wheels kind of fell off. I almost dropped them back a little bit, but I got to give credit for pulling off the win. It was it was a crazy game. You know, Jared Goff tried to lead that team back, uh, you know, that Lions team back to try to get the dub, but it just wasn't enough. I got San Francisco at 12. But if you're a 49ers fan, a thing to be worried about is your running game. And you're starting to see injuries pile up a little bit here at a time. Uh, losing uh, Morset is not what you wanted to see if you are a San Francisco 49ers fan. And, um, and now you're waiting to see if Trey Sermon and what he can do. Um, they had Mitchell come in and kind of had to be the guy for San Francisco. He had 19 carries for 104 yards. So, Elijah Mitchell from Louisiana. He was a six-round pick in this year's draft, so watch out for him. And like I said, we're still going to see Sermon to see what he could do, but Raheem Morset, Morset, I always destroy his name, so I apologize. But he's gone uh, for this season. So it's that running game for San Francisco will be an interesting problem over um, the season to see if they can kind of figure that out. Number 11, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, tough win against the Patriots, 17 to 16. And uh Tua. I like I like what I saw from Tua, but what I like what I saw the most was from his receiver, receiver Jalen Waddle. Waddle played exceptionally well uh for this team. Waddle, who had four receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown, 
He looked absolutely he looked he looked great. He looked great for this Dolphins team and very tough win in New England on the road. So we'll see what the Dolphins can do this week. Uh, they've got uh, a tough opponent in the Buffalo Bills this week who are coming off of a loss. So we're going to see if they're going to be able to bounce back from that. Speaking of the Buffalo Bills, we enter our top 10. The Buffalo Bills are number 10 on this list. Tough loss to Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh gritted that one out in Buffalo. And I got to give a shout out to our guy Joe Dillard on the Legacy Maker Sports Network for being the Lone Ranger uh, in this contest. The only person of our NFL uh, experts who are doing the pick this year. He's the only person, the only person to pick Pittsburgh and he picked up the dub. It's always it's always feels good when you can get a long ranger pick in your favor. I haven't been so lucky yet. We'll see how the Jets treat me this week. Next, we move to number nine and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Speaking of this Pittsburgh Steelers uh, team, they did so they played tough. They, they played so well against Buffalo last week. They grinded it out. And then in that second half, they, they cranked up the juice. Uh, you know, Buffalo went into halftime with a 10 nothing lead and looking pretty good. And then Pittsburgh came out there and outscored them 23 uh, to six in the second half. And they were able to do some good things there and, and, and get the W uh, a W that a lot of people didn't see coming as we, you know, talked about before uh, with you being a Buffalo fan, like I was saying, you know, it, it was a tough first loss of the season. And, you know, with Josh Allen and all the expectations, you kind of want to see a little bit more. Yeah, he threw the ball 50 times, but he was 30 for 51, 270 yards and a touchdown. So you want to see uh, a little bit more from this team and see what they can produce. But it was it was definitely one of those playoff grinder type type of games. So Pittsburgh got the dub. We kept Pittsburgh. At nine, they're probably the only one of the only other teams that didn't move in the power rankings this week. Next, the New Orleans Saints. Yes, the New Orleans Saints have jumped up in my bracket here. They went from 15 to eight, almost put them a little bit higher. Uh, but I still, before I give Jameis Winston all of his flowers, I wanted to see what he can do, uh, you know, as the weeks come along. They got the Panthers this week, but a great performance from Jameis Winston against, you know, a lot of people's eyes. Maybe, uh, you know, the Super Bowl winning team in the Green Bay Packers this season. But after that performance coming from this Packers fan, I did not see any of that. Uh, but Jameis Winston absolutely looked great. 14 for 20, 148 yards, five touchdowns. And then you say, well, wait a minute, Darrell. The numbers are not great. Those five touchdowns are great. And you you put him in the position. They gave him the field, the field range. And um, you can't do that. You can't give them – you can't keep giving them that great field position and thinking that, oh, well, we're just going to be all right. No, Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints capitalized. That's why they're number eight on this list. And if you're a New Orleans Saints fan based off of Packers history, guess what? The New Orleans Saints are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Next, the Cleveland Browns. Now, this one right here, number seven, the Cleveland Browns. This is probably the most disappointing one for me this week because Cleveland had that game well in hand. They looked good they were up 22 to 10 over the chiefs things were just looking in their favor and then the chiefs became the chiefs they went into halftime with that 22 to 10 lead and then pat mahomes and the crew said well i think we're tired of losing now <laughs> i think we're tired of losing now they go in there they go on a 23 to 7 run 
to win this game 33 to 29. It was a crazy game and a very another very exciting week one game. But in the end, uh, you know, Pat Mahomes and the crew found a way. This Browns team, a lot of talent, and we saw that. This Browns team is really good, and we saw that. We saw what they could do against the defending AFC champions. And it just they just couldn't pull it off. Uh, you know, no Oda Beckham Jr. Uh, he was held out last week. He's going to get held out again this week. They want to make sure he's ready. A lot of fans are anxious to see what OBJ can do when he gets back. But if you're a Cleveland friend, also you want to make sure he's healthy when he gets back. So we got the Cleveland Browns because they're extremely talented. We still got them in the top 10. They're at number seven. Next, we got the Dallas Cowboys at number six. And now the Dallas Cowboys have moved up four spots. Uh, and it was it was a debate. You know, I really had to really, you know, buck it down. But I like the performance that I've seen from Dallas against Tampa Bay last Thursday night. I thought Dallas, to be honest with you, they had the game. They had the game won. But they learned, they haven't learned one lesson that has happened to them over the years. And is that you cannot give a talented quarterback like Tom Brady a minute and 24 seconds. Aaron Rodgers did it to him a couple of years ago, but they did not learn their lesson. You cannot, cannot leave Thomas Brady with a minute 24. We've seen him win Super Bowls, you name it, countless games with that much time on the clock. You just can't give him that much time. Uh, but besides that, the performance from Dak Prescott was amazing in my opinion. I love what I saw from Dak last week. He threw the ball for, uh, 58 times with 42 completions, and, but he had 403 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Um, but I just – when I watch Dak on the field, his confidence level is different than what it was in the past. I like what I've seen from this Dallas team, even in the loss to the Super Bowl champions. I love what I saw. Amari Cooper doing Amari Cooper things, 13 receptions for 139 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, man, C.D. Lamb had seven receptions. 404 yards this team is going to sling the football but a person that got lost in all this mix is ezekiel elliott 11 carries for only 33 yards and then in the beginning uh, or at the end of the first half he only had four carries that's a concern to me they've got to find a way to get this running game going because dallas no matter how good they are passing they've got to get that running game crisp um, as the season goes along now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hit into our top five teams uh, in the power ranking here. And uh, like I said, a lot of deliberation as we went along, but I feel really confident. And I, if you're an NFC West fan, you're probably thinking, man, we've only seen one NFC West uh, team so far uh, in this uh, countdown. And, and, like, and that was the 49ers back at 12. So, Darrell, you must – Really feel good about the NFC West. You know, we talked about it in our preview show. Well, I do. And at number five, we got the L.A. Rams. Very impressive victory over the Chicago Bears on Sunday Night Football. Uh, And we talked about how good Matt Stafford was a a little bit earlier in the show and what Matt Stafford, you know, could do. And he just, you know, went out there 20 for 26, 321 yards, three touchdowns, and it just looked good. Um, you know, he came out there and just made things happen. Cooper Cup, seven receptions for 108 yards. Van Jefferson had a nice play uh in the beginning of the game. Uh, he had two receptions for 80 yards and he ended up getting a touchdown. But this team looks very balanced. And they, you know, that's what I'm excited about if you're a Rams fan. You know, they look very balanced. 
you know, uh, Daryl Henderson, 16 carries for 70 yards. They they brought in Sonny Michelle, but he only got the rock one time. So, you know, regardless of that, though, they just look good. And then obviously that defense is that defense. You know, Hollins had two sacks uh, in the contest, as well as Aaron Donald, who also got himself a sack. So this defense, with that offense looking as crisp as they did in that first game, we got the Rams at number five. Number four, the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona, I almost put them at three, y'all. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Almost put them at number three. But Arizona came out and they smacked the Tennessee Titans right in their mouths. And it was not – it wasn't close, I don't think, at any point that I can remember other than when the score was zero to zero. It just wasn't close. Uh, And and the way they held um, King Henry in check throughout this contest really made me say, wow, man, they they really – held my man in check <laughs> throughout this contest. So uh, what I saw, you know, from Kyler Murray is he continues to grow. He continues to be uh, one of the best young quarterbacks in this league. He's a leader on that team. And I, I love Kyler Murray. And it's hard for me to root against him because he's just such a he's just such a talented young player and he's tough. Um, he's still learning. He's still growing. But I love what I saw from him. Now, I got to give love what love is due uh before we move to number three, and that is from the man, Miffin, the legend himself, Mr. Chandler Jones. Five, count them, five sacks, ladies and gentlemen, on the day. Five. He was cruising. So, you know, more love to Chandler Jones on that end. But this Cardinals team looks like they're ready to, to take over the West. You know, my man Lamont had them winning the division. I had them in second place, but we'll see as time goes along. Number three, the Seattle Seahawks. And this even though I felt like the Cardinals had a better week, uh, I think that the Seahawks just they had a really good game. But then when when you have Russell Wilson, that quarterback play means a ton, and his you know leadership and and you know being a nine year vet, I gave him the slight edge over Arizona heading um, into week two. But I will say this: Arizona is is dangerous. The Seattle team looked really good, and I like. Um, the fact that Russell had that perfect had a perfect uh, quarterback rating, and he was he was out there letting them have it, you know. So his QBR was eighty four point six, but his quarterback rating was one fifty eight point three, which is as perfect as it could get. He went eighteen for twenty three, two hundred and fifty four yards and four touchdowns in the contest. They had a, a good movement from the running game, and Carson had sixteen um, sixteen carries for ninety one yards. So I love what I saw there. Lockett had 100 yards uh, receiving. Metcalf had 60. Lockett had two touchdowns. Uh, Metcalf had a touchdown. They just they look they look comfortable in this contest against the Colts, and unfortunately, it just didn't look like a contest at all um, for the Colts. <laughs> so we got the Seahawks at number three. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now I've seen a lot of power rankings where the Chiefs are the number one team in the league, and I was going to go in that same direction, but I also feel like that, you know, it's hard for me to unseed the number one team if they didn't lose. <laughs> so, but we'll see how things go this week. Uh, you know, the Buccaneers, um, they'll have their hands full this week. And, you know, the Chiefs have their hands full this week. They got the Ravens and the Buccaneers will be uh, taking on the Falcons this week. I lie. They don't have their hands full. The Falcons are going to get destroyed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, James. I hope you're not listening to this. But anywho, 
uh, I look at this and say it's hard for me to to, to serve, you know, just push the Bucks out of the way out of the number one spot. Um, Kansas City just looks really good. Um, they struggled in that first half of that game, but in that second half, Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, and then we got him at number two. Number one, of course, as you already know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it's hard for me to kick them out of the number one spot unless they play miserable this week. Um, and, you know, Kansas City pulls it off. We'll see how next week flows. But the defending champs, when they needed to find a way to get the dub, they got the dub. Number one in the power rankings for myself, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, so those are our rankings right now. Uh, and it's first the first week of the NFL was fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. The first week was a lot of fun. Um, and I really thought that we just got, you know, some good football overall. And we we saw some teams that surprised in victories, like the Texans, uh, you know, or look good, I should say. I wouldn't say a surprise in victory because they're playing the Jaguars, but they looked good in the contest. We saw the Eagles look really good in that contest against the Falcons. The Broncos came out and they looked good. Those are teams I feel like you got to kind of watch to see if they can piggyback off of that week one um, victories and see if they can continue that growth. The uh, Bengals being another team that I feel like we got to see if they can continue that growth. Uh, but the Bengals this week, uh, they are taking on the Bears. I think they get that dub this week because uh, Chicago kind of still doesn't know what you know, they got Andy starting, but we we still just don't know. So uh, I look at that and say we got a good week of, of football coming up for week two. We got a game tonight uh, between Washington and New York. I am taking Washington in that game. We do have one Lone Ranger pick for that game. And the Lone Ranger goes to none other than our own Cody Stewart. He's the only person on our squad that decided to go with the New York football Giants, which I'm not surprised. Why? Because he is a Giants fan. <laughs> so he did go Lone Ranger on that one for tonight's game, but it should be a fun one. I'm going to go with a score of 23 to 17. Washington wins that one. Now, before we run away, there is one last segment we want to introduce to our power rankings this week. And this is our top five MVP uh, candidates and we're going to, you know, build up on it as the weeks go along. And this is a just a rough edge one to get started. Here are my top five going into week two. Number five, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones went out there and balled out. Chandler went out there, got himself five sacks, and helped that Arizona Cardinals defense dominate the Tennessee Titans uh, in their contest last week. Then I got Russell Wilson coming in at number four. Now, I, I had a lot of debate here because there was a couple of other players I, I had thought about putting in this mix. But Russell, just like I said, with the perfect quarterback rating and just how persistent his team was last week against that Colts team, a really good Colts defense at that. I got Russell in the squad. Oh, I got Russell at number four, you know, and with his four touchdown performance. Then at number three, I got Jameis Winston. I, I want to give Jameis Winston love, even though he only threw 448 yards. Five touchdowns and against a Packers team that was ranked ninth defensively last year, and on top of that, the poise uh, that he showed. And I talked to my boy uh, Raphael Hayes of the three-point conversion. We had talked earlier uh, this week, and we talked about you know the leadership that Jameis was. He's always been a leader, even though that people make fun of him, the crab legs, the eating the W's and all that stuff. Jameis Winston is a good football player when it comes down to it, and he's just he's just trying to find his way. We got Jameis Winston at number three. Number two, Dak Prescott. 
you know, I just said a couple minutes ago on how amazing the game was, um, you know, that the Buccaneers and the Cowboys played last uh, Thursday night and Dak throwing for 400 yards plus just amazing in that contest. And then number one, of course, is Pat Mahomes. When you're down 22 to 10 and then you say, all right, let's turn up the juice. They got there and they beat a very, very, very balanced and very tough Cleveland Browns team. So this is my way too early list of top five MVP candidates heading um, into week two. And so we'll see if these guys can continue um, this next week as or I guess this week as we get into week two of the NFL season. All right, everybody. I'm your man, Darrell Owens. This has been our power rankings. We're going to go through one more time before we get out of here so you can see the power rankings. And then next week, we'll be back next Thursday to bring you more heat here on one-on-ones, quick ones, power rankings edition. So real quick, let's go through everybody here. Last time, Falcons, 32. Giants, 31. Jets, 30. Jaguars, 29. Bears, 28. Panthers, 27. Texans 26, the Lions 25, the Patriots 24, the Broncos 23, the Colts 22, and the Titans 21. That's at the bottom. And then in the outside looking in, you got the Eagles at 20, the Vikings at 19, the Washington football team at 18, the Bengals at 17, and probably the most surprising one of the whole thing, the Packers at 16, dropping 13 slots down to 16. 13 slots. You know, uh, I'm, I'm going to try not to be upset. Now, moving to our top 15, we got the Ravens at 15, the Chargers at 14, the Raiders at 13, the 49ers at 12, the Dolphins at 11, the Bills at 10, the Steelers 9, the Saints 8, the Browns 7, the Cowboys 6, at 5, the Los Angeles Rams, who – Jumped all the way from 18 to 5. That's a 13-slot pickup, and I believe that was the biggest move of the week uh, was coming from 18 to 5 in the Rams' case. Then we have the Arizona Cardinals at 4, the Seattle Seahawks at 3, the Kansas City Chiefs at 2, and number 1, the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, everybody. I'm your man, Darrell Owens. This has been one-on-one quick ones. NFL Power Rankings Week 2. Thank you all for tuning in. Can't wait to see y'all back for Week 3 next week. Uh, it's 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 been a fun one so far. We got also, uh, make sure y'all check out the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast, Episode 278. We will be bringing you predictions, um, you know, bringing you predictions for the week. Also, giving you our recaps of Week 1, me and myself and Jeremiah Quimby. We got Commonwealth Sports Talk also going down. Make sure you check that out. They got Kiana Brown the uh, assistant athletic director for UNC Wilmington, uh, UNC Wilmington women's basketball, excuse me, uh, basketball operations uh, director for UNC Wilmington. So make sure y'all check that out. That'll be uh, seven o'clock before the game. Uh, so make sure y'all check that one out as well. Once again, I'm Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network. This has been one-on-one. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one.